Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast, the very first episode of the year 2021. We are on episode 81, 81 episodes, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to see you, buddy. It's been a while. It has been a while. We took a break, and I will admit, the break is mainly because most of these books have been kind of uh, down in the dumps. Yeah, I mean, well, that that normally happens whenever there's like these big holidays. They're not trying to push anything because, I mean, when we received our email through from from DC, I mean, they they threw in some goodies. Yes, they did. I mean, we are like two weeks ahead in future state. So, I mean, we've had, you know, we've had our head in there. I mean, so it's been it's been pretty rad where, you know, it's it's nice knowing like, oh, man, we got all these good books. We're kind of seeing what is DC doing with their line? But also, you know, you get you get that opportunity to spend time with family and stuff like that. And kind of just, well, I mean, not you since you're on 47 shows. But for me, <laughs> for me, it was, you know, it's it's always nice to decompress once in a while. Oh, you know, I, I may be on 47 shows, but I am like, I feel like I'm this close from getting a new job. I've been applying to different places. There's one that is promising that I really hope that I get. Just because, like, it's no, it's literally like right down the street. It's That's nice. a dog hotel, and I know that sounds really silly. That sounds rad. But it's I know it's a it, it's so crazy because it's a dog hotel that runs Monday through Friday, every other weekend for employees. So depending on my schedule, like, there's always going to be somebody there on the weekend. I'm actually jealous. And then. And then um, it's like it runs from seven to six. So I would be getting out earlier. I would only lose out on a dollar compared to where I'm working now. And I would have so much more time to like podcast, to spend time with Abby, like especially with like having a new place. And, you know, the people, that is why my voice is a little bit echoey, I will say. Um, you know, I, I, I really hope I get this job, like, honestly. And if I don't get this job, I will continue to apply every single day until they give me this job. It is my YouTube channel. My recommendations are literally three things. Animal rescue videos, specifically dogs. Mm-hmm. Whose line is it anyways? Nice. And... It's really weird, and it's a very weird subscription that I have. But there is a uh, there is a YouTube channel called the let me the Wood Fire Oven Chef. That this guy's got like this huge stone dome, like an outdoor kitchen. Uh, nice. But it's like it's kind of like a you know with pizza like uh, wood stone fire oh, pizza yeah, wood fire yeah, pizza the, yeah he's got something like that but he just makes like these extremely exquisite meals but there's something about the production is so fantastic and like his voice he's got like that <laughs> you know like that subtle like italian or cuz i think he's like italian but like british as well he's mm-hmm. got like a subtle accent that's like smoothing that all i want to do not smoothing soothing that all i want to do is just like sit on my bed and just watch his videos. It's very, very weird nice. and it's very random, but yeah. So yeah, I know a dog I, hotel. That sounds amazing. Dude, on TikTok, my like, because they, on I found out quickly on TikTok, there's like different communities and there's different like TikToks. So I could be on dog TikTok for like 65% of the time then there's just like the normal viral stuff that's like 15% and everything else. Uh, so I see dogs like every single day on my on my phone and TikTok watching videos. And my wife has been begging me, begging me for a dog now that we are completely on our own. Um, I mean, you kind of have to. You can't say – see, like well, if, I, if I lived in San Antonio, they would say like, do you have any pets? And I'm like – why yes i do i have four you're hired don't even apply for you they're gonna say no i don't have dogs because i hate them that's what they're gonna think so you wouldn't get hired (laughs) well i'm gonna try to say this as low as possible so i'll get really close to the mic she doesn't know this but i like in the next six months i plan to get her a dog she doesn't know this 
Six and months. It, it's, I'm, write, I'm writing her on Twitter. It's it's complicated. It's complicated. I'm going to say two weeks. Clay's getting you a dog in two weeks. Stop it. Stop I'm it. I'm going to put that like, on there. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it's gotten to the point where, like, of course, like, you, you can get a dog from a breeder. You can get a dog from, like, a, you know, a shelter. you just anywhere. My wife is going to these websites that are, like, purebred Australian shepherds and, like, like it, it's like buying a new car. She's like looking for the highest specs and everything. And she's like, Oh clay, it's only $2,500. And I'm just like, Oh, that's nice. Wait, Australian shepherd. Is that like Lassie? No. So I'm trying to think if there's anything mainstream as far Google. as, yeah, just, just Google it. And they come in different colors. They're they're either black, white, and brown, or brown, white, and like an auburn color. Um, they okay. they oh, that's right. You can't see with my wild horses. Yes, with the background that you chose, I cannot see anything. Do you? Yes. See? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I I have shown Mark our our new. Uh, recording you know with with the you get this new layout that i can change backgrounds and i didn't yes. know i could do this so yes. clay thought i was going to choose like something fancy but i have a i have um a background of just horses running just behind ran- me random wild horses running while i have the comic book legion freaking logo behind me while we record yeah why not? it's hilarious but the reason why we are stretching this out is we literally only have one book to talk about today um, it is going to be, um, uh, Dark believe it Knight. or not, it's a death metal book. <laughs> yes, it's Dark Knight's death metal, uh, secret origin. Um, it's a Superboy prime book. It was so much more than I thought it was going to be. Um, it actually really surprised me, but before we get into that, I haven't talked to you in like two and a half weeks. How did it's your my- Christmas go? Like, because I saw I saw you almost completely eat it while skiing, which was absolutely amazing. Oh man! No, no, we, <laughs> so we 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 spent Christmas. Uh, yeah, we were okay. So f- about two and a half hours from Charlotte, there's a very very. Sp- these are like those small towns that you see on like the Hallmark Channel, like Population Thirty Seven. <laughs> like one, like one of those. Um, they're a very small town, but in that town, they are very famous for having a train that goes around the Smoky Mountains. So normally, around the year, you're doing a beautiful scenic route on a train, just looking at mountains and you know having dinner on the train, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for Christmas, they convert the train and they turn it into the Polar Express. Like the cartoon, that is the, awesome. the animated movie. Yeah, um, yeah. So they turn everything. I mean, it's they decorate even the the railroad station. They have the music that you hear in that movie. Everything's playing, so it's just it's extremely festive. The cool thing about when you are like not south is that when it's Christmas, it actually feels like Christmas because when you see Christmas movies, it's you know the snow. The trees have like no leaves. It's just they're just like bare. Like it, it has that vibe. In mm-hmm. like Florida, when I lived in Florida, I'm like, this doesn't feel like. Oh, it's Christmas time. I mean, it's it's hot. There's palm trees. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Frosty's never coming here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we we ended up first. We did the skiing because we we're like, hey, let's let's go a little earlier so we can have like a free day. And just, I mean, there's really nothing to do in the town because yeah, it's it's like two blocks, but about 30 minutes, there's the ski resort. So normally I am comic relief for my family because I, it's amazing. I played baseball and had like scholarships, but that's only because I threw hard, not because I am an athletic person. I can just throw 94 miles an hour. So when it comes to still throw 94, have you tried? No, I mean, right now, if I just like if I just stretched pretty well, maybe like 78, 80. But nice. I would need to go to like a chiropractor to realign <laughs> my spine, probably. <laughs> you throw one. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. like, uh, 
so yeah, we so we we did the skiing. My my wife and kid, they're just killing it. They're doing the lift and they're going down mountains. I went down the maybe child a, mountain. It's not even a mountain. It's like a two degree slope. <laughs> it's one. It's one of those things that like if you are parking in a parking lot and you had your car on neutral, it might move back, but you're not sure. That's how slight the degree. And I was like, why can't I stop? And I'm just spinning in circles. I'm panicking. And everyone else is going down mountains and having a So I, I, I want to clarify to my wife because I showed her the videos. Was it all of your first times? Uh, it was Liam's first time ever. He never had skis on before. So you have had skis on. I, and Natasha and I on our honeymoon. This is... We oh, got married geez. in two. We got married in two thousand eight. So yeah. on our on our honeymoon, we went to the Poconos in in Pennsylvania, yeah. and we went to the Pocono Mountains and we did skiing and tubing. So she has not. She hasn't skied since in then. Twelve years. Yeah, I will say though, if you are someone that's not clumsy, or if you know how to ice skate, I would say that it's 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 extremely easy. My, we went with my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and her three kids that are seven, six, and five. No, I'm lying. Seven, six, and two. And besides the two-year-old, all of the kids went up the mountain and they went down. Their first time ever skiing, ever putting right. on skis. Snowboarding, everyone says it's, it's it's much more difficult. But with skiing, yeah, I heard I heard that usually people who want to snowboard for like first before skiing. They usually, and it sounds so weird, they usually break their wrists. Well, I, I would say because with skis, I mean, you have more control of your body. Like you can move your mm -hmm. legs yeah. and something. So you can figure out a way to break a fall or kind of like, oh, you know, like do that. If you're on a snowboard, you're literally cemented into like you're like screwed on to the, like the boot. Yeah. So like there's no if you're falling, the only thing you have to break a fall are your wrists, honestly. Or your face, crazy. but I mean, <laughs> I mean, there, there, you'll just have to decide. So you can't. Don't base it on me because I am. I don't know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to climb a fence. I don't. This like I am. <laughs> see, like in Spanish, they they have a phrase called "grande por gusto," because I am I am six foot five, and like I am useless as a six foot five guy. I am great for for like you know like if there's like dust on a fan on a ceiling fan like if the roof is eight feet or nine feet my arms are long enough that i could just if it's an eight foot ceiling i don't even need a stool nine feet i'll get on the on a, on my tippy toes and i can clean it changing light bulbs i'm a stud but any anything else that's close to being useful just you know just write me off man i'm done <laughs> so i would say don't 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 go by me oh man that's great yeah, you yeah, know, like no, Kevin I, James, you know, like every movie, like him or, or like in Kev, uh, Chris Farley back in the day. No, like uh, Melissa McCarthy, like she's known for like body humor of mm -hmm. like them like bouncing off and a horse kicking them in the face or something, and yeah. it just looks funny. I'm that guy. That's <laughs> yeah. me. I texted you that day. You posted those, and I was just like, "Man, your wife made you look like a chump." Because she, like, she was just like. Yeah. Super graceful all the way down, and oh, then yeah. freaking, and then and Liam doesn't freaking, even have the sticks. Yeah, that's what I down. Was, like. I, I noticed that the second time around, I'm like, man, trying yeah. to show off. Yeah, and so I, I, I like the little like nod that he gave, like, yeah. yeah, what's up? Yeah, so that's why I'm saying, like, I think that if you know how to like ice skate or like rollerblade, because I think a lot of the same body movements are the same, like, you're you're you'll be totally fine. And it's like to everyone, everyone's like, this is the easiest thing. Like no one understands why I can't get it. And I nice. said, shut up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of Christmas, um, what did, uh, what, like, did you, did your wife get you anything that you like specifically asked for? Is Christmas not really for you anymore? Like how, well, how I mean, do you guys do it? Well, I mean, we do Hanukkah. Oh, true. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we do Hanukkah, but I mean, the rest of our family does Christmas. So we usually do like a Christmaka kind of thing. Okay. Well, how, you know what? I'm going to be ignorant here and I'm okay with asking this question because I know you. And, uh, I don't so, get offended. So you're fine. So 
when it comes to Hanukkah, like yes, sir. the only reference I have is Eight Crazy Nights. It's pretty good. The animated movie. Yeah. Um, Whitey, the referee. <laughs> Dude, I need to watch that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. Um, so, so how does all that work? Like, like I don't want you to give me like the history of Hanukkah, but like the the eight days of Hanukkah, right? Is it eight? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's 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 just like in in Judaism, most of all the like the feasts that you celebrate is mm-hmm. more for just a kind of like for a remembrance of a time that for those who are believers will be yeah. like, okay, this is a time that you know God did something for His people. Kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, the reason sure. the reason why it's eight days is just really quick, like two seconds. Israelites were being enslaved by Romans. They decided to have a revolt. They mm-hmm. and they created a resistance. They gained their freedom. And now at this time that they are like, oh man, we only have very little oil left to light up the candles of the temple. They didn't think it was gonna last very long, but it just so happened that it lasted eight days to like commemorate their their okay. freedom okay so because of that that's why you have the menorah and it's the eight days so the way that they do it with the gifts is more like you the child opens up a gift like one per night so normally we would start with the smaller and tease to like the big stuff yeah now like for example if my parents come and bring their gifts we'll be like dude just open all their gifts with ours so they could have like if it's grandparents one day, they're on to another, they can have like multiple Christmases where they're just that's opening awesome. a whole bunch. But if that's not the case and it let's just say it's just us, mm-hmm. then it would just be one gift. So we might start with like I think we got him like day one, like a like a Fortnite shirt that he wanted. Nice. No, I'm lying. Now yeah, Fortnite. Then it was like a P a PlayStation and with like a Grogu with a remote and something like that. Um nice. So little things, but then like Liam's really into sports. Uh, so then it was getting like his Taekwondo, his fighting gear. Uh, we got him a basketball. I was going to say you get him a new uh, fishing rod. Um, I We didn't get him a fishing rod only because when we had COVID and my friend came from Florida, who's a, who's a captain and he mm-hmm. captains boats. He took Liam to Walmart and spent like 200 bucks on fishing stuff. So Holy I was like, sweet, crap. great, do your thing. <laughs> uh, I know what you were trying to get at. <laughs> I was like, oh, great, all this stuff to go fishing. All right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we got him that. We got him like a, a lot of hockey stuff. So it was awesome. more, yeah, with my wife, I told him, I'm like, babe, I just, I got what I wanted, was, which was the PlayStation 5. Like, I don't, I got the PlayStation 5. I got my games. Like, I don't need anything right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Like, for, for me, like, it's like, so, I it's, I, I I will be you know a little depressing just here for a second. Um, for my entire life, I think I only got what I wanted for Christmas until I was like five years I, old. I saw you and then, and then like after that, like I'd never get what I wanted. Um, and so like I I absolutely hate when somebody's like, "Hey, what do you want for Christmas?" I will tell them something completely BS because I know they won't give it for me. Like, it's just like, and so this year I was like, you know what? Let's make it simple. The world of technology has made it possible for me to send a digital gift card to anybody that I want. Mm -hmm. So my family could do the same. So I said, you know what? I want gift cards for Apple because I just got an iPhone, Amazon, and PlayStation. That's all I want. Just three different gift cards. Doesn't matter what you have on it, just gift cards from those three places. And you don't even have to do all three. You can just give me one of those three. Not a single gift card this year. We got you puzzles. So, dude, there was one year that I actually got a puzzle while every other cousin got a laptop. And I was pissed. (laughs) I was pissed. Pissed. That is hilarious. Yeah, no, it, it oh, no. Was... I mean, not not for you, but for a story. I mean, hey, you're pretty much Superboy Prime. But uh, for real, no, like <laughs> for real. And uh, but like the way I see it, I just got this new apartment. You're right. I got a PS5. Um, I'm I'm good with what I got. It uh, it's it's absolutely you know okay for me to 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 be you know happy with what i have i'm totally okay with it yeah. um 
But my birthday is literally in five days. So yeah, I, I know that's a, you always talk about. So hey, you might get your gift card. I might get my gift card. Well, watch it be, funny, uh, watch it be to like is, Hobby Lobby or something. So the funny thing is about that. My wife's boss was like, hey, I didn't know what to give you because Abby didn't tell me anything. So here's a um, $100 Visa card. And I was like, this is exactly what I wanted for Christmas. Like exactly a gift card. That's all I wanted. And she's like, oh, cool. And then because I just got my iPhone and we are uh, our internet provider is also AT&T. AT&T sent me a $100 Visa gift card. Yeah, when you when you sign up like with like when you get the new one you get that $100. Yeah. That's so that's was, the, that's one of the perks of like whenever I'm like moving I I make sure I close my account instead of saying like put it on hold. I'll tell them to close it and then I will reopen it. Because mm-hmm. if I if I close it and then reopen, I'll get the $100 gift card again. Seriously? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's loopholes everywhere, man. <laughs> so, I will say this um uh i just told you uh before we started recording i made a uh a homemade soundproof board or Mm -hmm. little thing um i spent like half of that on um half of my 100 dollars gift card from my from from abby's boss making that and then the other half i bought um the final fantasy 7 remake and then have you played it not yet not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm, curi- I'm, I'm curious on, on how it is. I, I really want to start it, but I know that I'm still trying to beat uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And then... Oh, uh, you haven't beat that game yet? No. Dude, there's dude, so many side missions. Dude, there's stop, so stop many. taking photos, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, you've been, like you've been, who takes two months to play games as long as you, t- as long as you play video games? I know, for real. But I, I got... Oh, wait, wait. Uh, are you one of those guys that you need to get 100%? Not always, but with this game, like I don't even know if I will get 100% because of like all the freaking trophies and stuff, but I do want to do all the side missions because it's just that fun. It really is. It's so much fun. And I have the game too. I haven't even played it. Dude, you need to play it. You absolutely need to play it. I just finished. My my son wanted, um, (laughs) he's like, Pop, here's my, my, my piggy bank. I'll give you everything. Can you just buy me the hockey game? So then I'm like, all right, fine. So I paid like 10 bucks out of my pocket and yeah, he, he bought himself, you know, the hockey game Man, and I'm having so much fun. Like I haven't even played Valhalla. <laughs> I'm such a sports nut, man. I was like, that's the thing. Dude, like I, I no, buy these games like, and I'm, but like, I, I don't uh, even know if I'll end up playing them. So Abby told me the other day, she's like, Oh, by the way, the $100 gift card from AT&T was in the mail. I was like, sweet, happy birthday to me. I got home. I immediately, I immediately activated it. And I was like, you know what? I know that I'm not going to be able to get this on my birthday. So I'm just going to go ahead and buy it for myself. And I bought um, four different volume ones of different manga that I'm wanting to review for my Fanboy Comics podcast. Okay. Um, Which ones? uh, So there's Food Wars. There is um, The Promised Neverland, which I heard is like completely effed up. Um, Demon Slayer, which technically just ended, I think it has like twenty something volumes. Um, apparently, that that manga and movie basically saved Japan. Like, if you look, okay. if you look into it, it had like the biggest freaking uh, theater opening uh, box office in like so many years. It literally revamped the economy in Japan. Uh, during this whole pandemic and then um my hero academia is one that i've always wanted to start collecting so i bought the first three volumes of that as well um and i bought like pretty much the first three volumes of all those other books and it came out to like 97 dollars. nice so like Where, what you buy them? Like, what's like um i went ahead and bought them from barnes and noble oh man they didn't have it at that uh the the in stock in stock trades in stock trades i've never heard of it in stock trades they they have graphic novels and trades all for 40 percent off 
What like you, you, you wouldn't buy one. You wouldn't buy one comic at a, at cost. All of okay. them are, it like starts at forty percent off. So it's in stock. Trades. Yeah. Don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the book. Yes. But also something. Huh. Okay, I am going to bookmark this. I mean, if anything, I would see if the books that you have, and you might be able to, unless you did this a while ago when you got those graphic novels. No, I, I literally just did this last night, like the whole oh, graphic novel. Well, I mean, thing. you might or, be able well, to, the, uh, if the they have them, you might be able to do it here and then save yourself that, because uh, you'll probably save yourself like 30 bucks and you can get more stuff. Yeah, this is actually, I just made, I mean, I just bought um, the Alan Moore Swamp Things, the Absolutes, for like okay. 56 bucks. Huh. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This is this is a dangerous rabbit hole of how awesome, like, the prices are. Well, now that I have, like, my own place again, like, I want to up my my hardcover is my omnibuses and all of that. So well, check out this site then you're welcome. Oh, they do have them. <laughs> so, well, with Christmas, not only did it come with gifts or in Clay's case, lack thereof, um, but also came wonder woman. Well, WW 84. <laughs> and this, uh, I was not expecting this movie to create what Twitter has become. Now we it's all Twitter. know we all know that Twitter, yes, you are not you're never going to find <laughs> well, not never, you'll find it very rarely, just rational thoughts and opinions. Uh, <laughs> but I will say that if there's anything good that came out of it online would be the life is good, but it can be better. The memes, because the memes have been pretty, have been yes, old. The memes have been hilarious. And, that, and that's it. kind of like where Twitter never fails are memes. Um, but just overall, what, what, what did you think of the film? Um, I liked the first Spider-Man two better. <laughs> Like that's 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 what I liked. Um, and I will say this: I was a part of a three-hour podcast about this movie. Um, it wasn't three hours of complaining whatsoever. It wasn't like that. There were seven other people on that podcast. That's which, why. I uh, which uh, which which show? Um, it was the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Okay. So you, you just look up Geek Ultimate Alliance. There was me. There was uh, Chris Balga. Uh, Joe from uh, Comic Book Rundown, Lisa from I Love That Movie, um, Travis and Greg from okay. uh, Marvel Alliance and DC Alliance. So we all just got together um, on the 27th. We I think at that point we had all seen it at least twice. Um, oh, and Sarah from the uh, Super Civil Servants. So there was a total of seven of us. Okay. And... You know, we were just going down basically the scenes from the first to the last, kind of going all over the place at some points. But, you know, it. They, Sarah and, and Lisa, brought some insights on some of the more intimate parts of the movie that I guess I was just completely shut off to. Because I think Wonder Woman's comic has pretty much made me a little sour on the character. Okay. Because. Which is, which is fair. The one thing that I always, 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 always see on Twitter is that everyone wants a God of War esque Wonder Woman movie. And I don't know if that means the blood, the gore, the rage, and all of that, but I, I think, think I think they it, just want to see legit hand to hand combat. I think they want to see hand-to-hand comet, but I also think they want the Greek mythology. I, 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 mean, I, I think that just there's so many DC fans that jumped in because of New 52, and that's mm-hmm. just what they know. But, I mean, there's also just... There is a certain... I don't know, man. Greek mythology is so awesome. 
that I think that, yeah, that it's so good that, I mean, I think that they are missing out on, I think like they did miss out on being able to do something like that. I mean, I, I, I guess that they can, but I feel like it's something that you won't be able to touch on with Diana, because if the next movie is like present day, you know, trilogy, like this would have to become like, if you do Donna Troy and kind of just, you know, create, create something within her. Or even if yeah. they wanted to do with like Nubia, I mean, obviously that's not who the characters are. But I mean, at this point, when you saw what they did with Barbara and what they did with uh, Max Lord, I mean, that's not who they are either. But you know, yeah, it, no, it is I, what it is for the story. And there, like everybody was complaining that Wonder Woman didn't snap his neck, and I'm like, ah, I don't think that's where they were going to go with it anyway. Because I, I actually, when I when I was watching the movie and she was trying to get a hold of him when he was in that little the boom tube kind of thing where he was just granting mm-hmm. all the wishes i was like oh man she's going to snap his neck we're going to have man of steel all over again <laughs> but then it's the you know the lasso aquaman well movie. i think i think man of steel is the number one reason why she didn't snap his neck like i think patty jenkins was like i don't want that on me so i'm not gonna do it and she even said that like the studio wb made her change the like very intimate ending of the first wonder woman and so she wanted that back and so she made a very intimate you know ending to the second movie which i totally understand totally get it but like there was so many plot holes that i like I'm the kind of person that I will watch a movie the first time and just have stupid fun. Like there, there may be one or two things that I could be like, okay, that kind of bothers me, but I'm still going to have fun with this movie. And then I will analyze it later. This movie had too many plot holes. The very first time watching it, I was just like, no, I, I I can't, I I can't just have stupid fun with this. Yeah, it was, um, I got I got really worried because at first people were complaining when uh, after watching the movie and they were complaining about like the action and they were saying that they wish that the stunt coordinator of the first film was still in charge. And I'm like, really? Like the first movie's action sucked like the the CGI, the CGI of like the really weird slow mo that they were doing in Themyscira to. Uh, the, okay. The only scene that I absolutely love as far maybe like, is when she jumped once after she did the the no man's land walk and she jumped into the building and mm-hmm. she had that hand to hand. That was like the the coolest part in it. But besides that, I was like, this movie doesn't have great action. Number one. See, I I like the courtyard. So like after she breaks into the building, where she starts to fight a little bit more with the, the lasso. lasso. Yes, that is where I like the choreography. Uh, it was all CGI, but it was really, really cool. So um, I, like I, I, I think it was more it was cool because we're seeing the lasso at work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I'll grant it. I mean, that scene. OK, but the Themyscira action was not it was really weird. Yeah, like, all the slow mo. It looked really bad. It like I was like, this is this isn't good. Like the Ares fight. Although I granted that's not the ending that she wanted. She wanted an mm-hmm. intimate ending. So, okay, it's forced. All right. So that all that craziness. Okay, that happened. All right, whatever. But so then I'm, I am I saw this movie and I was and I saw the beginning and then I saw like the mall scene and I'm like, oh, man, we're going like full cheese. Dude, so that's the thing. This movie had three movies in it. It had the Themyscira opening. Mm hmm the mall scene opening, and then the rest of the film, those three things felt like they were directed by three different people. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, this is like the one time I can actually see why WB wanted to say like, choose one or the other for the openings. Mm -hmm. And she's like, both were vital. I feel that you could have that Themyscira scene and just saying, it's not about cutting corners. It's about the truth. And that's when you'll be, you'll fully reach who you are as a person when you can hit. I feel like you could have just done that anywhere mm-hmm. instead of having a 10 minute, 15 minute opening. See, see my, 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 my issue with, um, 
with with Wonder Woman. Like when they asked me, what was like, what did you think? I haven't seen the movie of Wonder Woman. Like just without spoiling anything, I said somewhat better acting. Mm-hmm. I said, although I'm like not digging the origins, I liked Barbara, and I kind of liked what Pascal was doing. If his name was just not Max Lord, because mm-hmm. I just know who Max Lord is. So what they kind of did kind of was like, eh, but I liked, I liked the sleazy con man kind of thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, I can. And, and one thing that I, I noticed on my second time watching was, of course we know the Maxwell Lord that takes control of people's minds and everything else. He was controlling people through the wishes. Yeah. So he is kind of like the Maxwell Lord we know, but not fully. So I kind of appreciate that, you know, the the nosebleeds we got. You yeah, know. I like that. I saw like then with like the eye, like I liked, like I I appreciated the what they were doing. It was so I mean I like that. I mean I thought the acting was a lot. I told her like what I liked overall was I I enjoyed the message that they were trying to convey. Yes, uh, because I think that even, even like as as a parent, I mean, you can. The movie has a lot of teachable moments about greed, about being selfish, about never truly enjoying what you have, always wanting more, 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 and even like I w- I, I I use the analogy with my friend that sometimes look when you look at Maxwell Lord, you could think of it as a friend. Sometimes you have so many friends that you're trying to impress this one person here that you're willing to lose who you are to get this person. But then sooner or later, you're going to find another friend that's over here that wants something different. So you're not only did you lose this person, this person now this, and it's going to be a running cycle of just what you want to want to want to want to want instead of appreciating. And Mm -hmm. so like, I get it. I like, but again, that's like me turning a movie that I didn't see and I mean, you can kind of take something from the message and um, so I can appreciate it, but oof. I thought the first movie was good, but overrated. So I didn't come into here being like, oh man, Patty Jenkins is going to knock this out of the park. Well, like one, one thing that really bothered me was so in the very first movie, no man's land that scene got me emotional like that was like awe inspiring i was like holy shit like this is when you see wonder woman for the first time in that movie yeah um and in the days before wonder woman 1984 i kept seeing all these tweets saying oh and and the there's a scene in 84 that is 10 times better than no man's land. Was it the, the renounce the wish when she runs and jumps? I have no clue. Like nobody can get like, I have talked to so many different people and I say, Hey, what is the no man's land equivalent in this movie? And they're like, Oh, when she's running down the street and they're like, no, no, no. It's when she's flying. And they're like, no, no, no. It's, when she's talking to Maxwell Lord. It's the invisible jet. And oh my God. <laughs> no, that is, that is, that is my biggest thing. That is, that is the biggest plot hole. Like, I understand that Zeus is magic. Like Greek, like I, I understand, I understand. They did not put any precedent on her knowing magic. So for her just to be like, Hey, I'm gonna MacGuffin this, and I'm gonna make it invisible. Didn't like it. Um, Steve Trevor, somebody who only flown a 1914 plane, is like, oh, I know how to completely control this 1984 freaking jet fighter. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. And then to go up in the sky and be like. Oh, what are those exploding things? There were fireworks in 1914. There were. They've been around for centuries. I mean, you know, there were fireworks. fireworks in in the Shire in the Fellowship of the Ring. Like, come yeah, on. yeah, like get out. And so, in fireworks are giant, or not giant. Fireworks are small explosions. And he's like, "Hey, let's fly into it." 
let's 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 take this giant metal fuel freaking like like it it made no like why would they do that i don't know man and, and and that scene all it was for was to give you a tease and set up for diana flying near the end of the movie and also before we move on to the book cuz i think we're we're about done here I paused the movie in the middle of the very first viewing with me and Abby. And I said, oh, by the way, we have about another hour into this movie. I'm telling you now, there's an after credit scene. And I bet you anything, it's going to be Linda Carter, who was Wonder Woman back in the day. And she's going to be Wonder Woman. Or she's going to be she's going to be the lost um, Amazon that was left on earth. Yeah, Artesia like, or whatever. Yeah, and she's and she was like, "Well, I don't know who that is." And so we watched the entire movie. The after credit scene came along. It's supposed to look like Diana. She lifts up the little power like the freaking uh, uh phone pole or whatever. Yeah. And she turns around as Linda Carter. And Abby just looks at me. And I look at her <laughs> and I say, I hate that I'm always right. <laughs> you know, oh. like normally when you watch a movie, you kind of want to feel something. Like you want to at least have an opinion when the movie's over. This you just wanted to leave. I, the think, I think like when the movie finished, I said, who's hungry? <laughs> <laughs> like there was there was like no thoughts i'm like okay you know the barbara okay barbara's you know her downfall okay like yeah, i kind of we, like, we we didn't see her transformation we didn't even see her renounce her wish like there were so many big points of the movie that we needed to see and we didn't see it yeah there was i mean i i i asked uh, kevin i was like hey so what did you think mr optimist he's like it was very hard to watch this entire movie and i was like really i'm like why he's like well it kind of totally turned me off that uh, someone of diana's character would be totally fine knowing that she is randomly having intimacy with uh with a random guy with a random yes. guy knowing that yes. it's literally the guy but you know she's just looking at steve <laughs> and she's yes. just totally cool with it yeah okay granted she's just yeah we need to research it but we're not in a hurry. Like it's, no. so it's, did you end up seeing Soul? I my my son and my sister has seen Soul. I haven't had the chance. Oh, you, you need to watch Soul, and then I will send you a meme. Okay. Because because it totally coincides with how they did it when, in in 1984 with this guy. Oh God! Okay, it is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. And then I'll, I'll I'll watch the movie, but let, let's get let's get into happiness. But besides, you know, New Year, which is always a good thing. Uh, uh, this book brought tons. Like I, I don't want to say I don't want to say I was I don't want to say I was cheesing it, but I feel like I was I looked like you when you saw Mickey Mouse and Disney. Or was it goofy? It was goofy. It, it was, was goofy. goofy. And you yeah. had that stupid smile on your face. Like yes. that's that's how I felt reading this comic. I I gotta be honest, man. I didn't sense any Scott Snyder in here. I was literally about to say, I don't think Snyder wrote this at all. I saw Secret Origin. It says Snyder and Johns. I'm like, okay, so Snyder, this is the Snyder, like the the plot. Like, okay, let's talk plot. But Johns wrote it. Mm -hmm. This had Snyder has only been able to hit me with that smile on Justice League twenty five with uh, Dragon Ball Superman. Yeah, that's the only comic I have ever read of Snyder that I have been like, "Holy crap, this is beautiful!" Like everything, I need the next panel right now. This was all Johns. It has to be. Because yeah. the tone of this book is the way that Jeff Johns um, 
man, I hate that I'm talking about this guy. Like, I again, without knowing, like, I thought I was done with John after, like, three Jokers. But the way that this man writes comic books, it is so mother bleeping beautiful. And just, I felt nothing but rebirth on this. Like, this was DC Universe rebirth on a character that normally, for the most part, annoys the living hell not out of clearly the dc characters that can't stand him because you know even the the villains were like uh yeah we need to stay away from that guy yeah like granted okay he doesn't have a great track record but you know okay but like even readers can't stand they find him extremely annoying when all i wanted was for this version of clark kent to be who during before when they did Superman Reborn, before I found out it was a mixie, I was hoping that it was Superman Prime. Just just Superboy Prime. Just because I wanted to to see him. Because yeah. I truly enjoy this character. Maybe it's from the beginning of with like Infinite Crisis, you know, maybe I was just I got into comics during his prime. Maybe. Yeah. But True. it is adore this character. So reading what is his and of course you know secret origins is a very much a jeff johns thing like johns is like rebirth secret origins like yeah. that's his those are, those are his two things yeah and then i feel like i don't even i can't even see scott snyder using like a jerry ordway but i can see the ordway this is like hey how close can i get to a gary frank and yeah. give me that kind of like give me that mm-hmm. kind of style and I adored it, man, just because it's it's one of those things like, okay, like I enjoy that this book was more about treating uh, Clark as a sympathetic character. And I know that some people are just like, I don't want to empathize. I don't want to sympathize with a, a character that has done so many like bad things. But it kind of shows you how, dude, like every wrong turn or thing that anything wrong that could have happened to him actually happened. And, and and it shows that this dude is literally this damaged because all this guy like wants is to be loved. He just wants a like the guy all he really needs is a hug. Dude, I will say this. I think this book, if anything, has opened me up more to wanting a dog here recently. Because of oh, frequent crypto. Yeah. yeah. And and I love like the way Clark is like, you know, Superboy Prime is like, oh man, like I used to read about you, like, and he's like talking to Crypto. He's like, you you were like one of the big moments, you know. I, I read when you first appeared and all of this, and then like Superboy freaking comes in. He's like, what the hell are you doing with my dog, bro? And I'm like, dude, like it's it's unnecessary like what are you doing like you're you're causing you're causing controversy for no reason yeah. <laughs> and and of course superboy prime gets really defensive he's like well, I'm, I'm not doing anything it's you and your stupid dog man your stupid dog is the one that came to me i didn't do anything and like we all know the like um the very famous pose with um supergirl and superman where like she's dead, she's like Superman is carrying her. I think that's what they attempted to do with like Crypto and Superboy Prime, but like of course Crypt- Crypto can't carry anybody, so like yeah. then he just howls. I love the art in this freaking book, dude. Yeah, I well, I mean, I, especially those moments because I believe the moments with him and and uh, Crypto that was like Francis uh, Manipal. Yeah. So and and I agree. I mean, dude, dogs don't make wrong choices, man. If no, they don't. One thing, and, dogs... and I think that's the one thing that like Johns was trying to do was like to show like, okay, like dogs there's, there's, know there's good, good there's good in you. Yes, dogs and... know when somebody is good, and we saw it here, and like we got to see like a future where Superboy Prime was actually the Superman, and he was like loved and adored and i'm like there is a future out there for this clark yeah and then i loved i loved seeing i don't think so 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I loved seeing the the fight. I mean, because you could have. It was one of those things like, oh man, is this going to be like a John's who made you absolutely sympathize with him, only to have your heart ripped out seeing that he accepts um, the the Batman who laughs like his, you know, his his uh, proposition. Like, hey, I can give yeah, you everything awesome. that you yeah. want, everything that you want, I can give to you. Like, I loved the fact, like when even when he was, you know, contemplating and all that kind of stuff, you. You know, it's kind of like he sees crypto and like it's like crypto's the one like he's like, don't lose yourself to getting yeah. another like multiverse shattering punch, which I always love those images when, you know, that stuff, you know, when that stuff happens. Now, now the the top the one that you're talking about is not Supergirl and um is not Supergirl and Superman when he like carries her. What you're looking at is the death of Superman when Superman dies and Lois is crying. Oh, you know what? That is also true. That yeah, is, yeah, you're yeah. Right. You're right. All, all you need is just the cape ripped up like on a pole. But yeah, yeah. that's that's the death of Superman just with... And, and, and It's such a really cool visual to like see Crypto like howling and it goes up and up and up. And then all of a sudden you see Clark reading the comic that we are all reading. It's yeah. so good. Like, it's such a good transition. You don't know what the hell is going on. And I thought that uh, DC had messed up in printing because we see again uh, the death scene where he is falling from um, the sky. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely thought, oh, this is a misprint. No, it's actually him reminiscing on, like, what actually happened? Because you get the dialogue of Cyborg Superman say... Oh, whoever did it is dead. And then you see Clark in his world saying, oh, well, maybe I did die. Yeah. I thought it was a completely different, like, I, th I thought it was a misprint. And I was like, oh, man, like, I, I want to buy the actual book to see what it, it actually is. Dude, this was such a good book. It really, really was. I mean, this is the, this is the one issue that I can say, because... I know that critics give tens for everything because they love to suck up to writers and publishers mm -hmm. because they want to keep on getting reviews. I will say that if you gave this book a 10, I'm cool with it. I can understand it. Now, Jim brought up a good point. This is, this is Jeff Johns. It's not exactly Gary Frank, but what if this Clark is the Clark at the end of Doomsday Clock? Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, but w wouldn't you have seen, or was that just for for visual at the end of Doomsday Clock, where he had the, the Manhattan? The Manhattan. It might have been visual. It might have been just like so that way you know that you know like who that was. Yeah. Oh, that would be. That would be red. God damn it, bro! I love Jeff Johns, man. God, you're such a sucky person, man. But you're such a good writer. But like. Like it's not <laughs> confirmed, but no, I don't it know. But it's just, but it's just reading the book, man. Like no one, no. because well, like because the whole point, the whole point of like the the Watchmen universe is that there's no superheroes, so it yeah. totally makes sense for Superboy or Clark to not have any superpowers in the very beginning. Then crisis happens. He gets those superpowers. He becomes Superboy Prime. And now, because of everything Doomsday Clock happened, he's he's reset, but with powers, and he doesn't know it until right now. I just came. <laughs> God, this is so good, man. It like, is like just just having that theory is awesome. Like See, and we we know, we know, I know. Because I was, we said in this episode, we thought we were done after Three Jokers. You know, 
we are not okay with what could be legitimate with everything going on with the WB investigation. But as this book stands, it's a really good freaking book. See, his writing, and let's just say this is Snyder. (laughs) You're right. Let's just say it's Snyder. Then I'm going to say that this man's influence on a book is the only book in comics that makes me smile that like you just said you theorized kevin theorizes with me all the time about what's possibly having with happening with wally he's not retiring he's probably going to be the the flash of the justice league and like all this kind of you know this stuff going on and none of it excites me mm-hmm. not saying that his theory is not cool because it mm-hmm. can be a cool theory but it doesn't excite me what you just said melts my face off and it makes me feel like I was when I was a comic fan 12 years ago. It's insane. Like, and just to know that like how DC is creating their new omniverse with this infinite frontier from what I have heard, John's is done with continuity books. Now, granted, I think DC is done with continuity books as well, but if this is true, that he's done with continuity books, he could continue this Clark story like with a 12-issue maxi or even a six-issue mini. There, there, is, only, there is only one continuity, and that is the writer's continuity. Yeah. So it's just you just have to be interested in the in the world that that writer is talking about. If you dig it, sweet. But just know when it's over, it's over. And the next person might, maybe they loved what you did and they want to continue, but that's rarely the case because even when they're forced to stick with the story, it they they rarely do. Yeah. So I think that it's kind of read. This is your chance now to read what you truly love, and you don't have to read this book to know what's going on in the other. Like that's no longer the case. Yeah. So take it for what it is. I mean, like it, love it. It's reality. So you just got to deal with it. But oh man, this this book this book brings every from beginning of loving comics to the lull to what Rebirth brought and what Rebirth gave me for like two or a year and a half to uh, what he did with you know Doomsday Clock. I mean, I know. I think Doomsday Clock, if you read it in one sitting, just because the the delays really hurt, mm-hmm. that's it's a very good read. Uh, to I mean, three Jokers, like it or like it or not, I mean, it was controversial. Sure, I loved it. Uh, and you know, this book is thirty five pages long. Can I get this in a hardcover? <laughs> I need everything, man. Like just the whole. It, it was. This is as close to perfection as you can get. Yeah. 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 So I, I I was very like, thank you, Kevin, for like always writing and saying, dude, you need to check this. He's like, listen, I know you don't care about metal. This you don't need to know what's going on in metal to read this. Just know that you need to read this if you like Superboy Prime. And because I do. I decided to just take this risk and say, I'm like, God, all right, am I going to be bored for the next 20 pages? And I, I was blown away. Yeah, it was, it was so good. And I will say we can't say anything yet, but I, I've only read part of the Harley Quinn future state book. I want to read more today while I'm at work. You have read at least two books that I know of. Of I've, re- I've, I've read so far like six, but I've kind of the issue that I had though is that I wasn't aware that I opened the books for like the fifteenth. <laughs> so I, oh, I've yeah. I've read like a mixture of both, but I think I've read like six or seven titles. Nice. The problem that I'm having right now is that I'm reading the main title, and I need to remember that the second feature is really its own book, 
they've just added it in there because mm-hmm. normally I've never been a big fan of second features on books. Yeah, the uh, what is different. They used to call them. They called them uh, backups. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I I haven't dived into yet. So like, yeah, have I read Dark Detective? Yes, but have I read like the Grifter story? I haven't. Um, okay. Like I've done. It's like those kind of things that I need to. I'm interested in reading the Grifter story just because um, Matthew Rosenberg, who is a Marvel writer, yeah, is writing that. So I want to see, and me, me and Matt, like, because I reviewed uh, his Hawkeye Freefall on uh, the uh, Marvel comics. Yeah, he's, he's confronted you at times. Yeah, we we we've kind of like not butted heads. But we've we've sent each other DMs and we've talked a little bit and we've agreed to disagreed. I I just I Grifter is one of those really odd characters that I really love. So I just want to see how he takes it. Yeah. And it's a bummer too, because he would have been at Megacon. Yeah, like and that's another thing. Like I, I wanted to bring up today. Um we are in 2021 and it kind of sucks that like 2020 went the way it did because we would have met each other for the first time, like physically, if it weren't for COVID, we were going to go to Florida. We were going to go to Megacon. I was going to make you and Jake rice and beans. Yeah. We we were going to meet Jake. We were going to meet Tony. Um, Like we were 2020 would have been really, really cool. Now I do plan. uh, We are somewhat planning. Um, as long as COVID and this vaccine all gets, you know, fixed or whatever. I, I wouldn't say fixed because, I mean, who knows. But I still have freaking Southwest freaking credits until February. And I hope that something gets figured out. So that way, you know, we can see each other, have a live show or, you know, at least record in person. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to 2021. No expectations because all of my expectations for 2020 kind of went down the drain. And uh, yeah, uh, let's let's hope for the best. I know that people are very weary for what comes after Future State. I am too. But mm-hmm. DC is, you know, the place that we know and love. So we will we will always take things with a grain of salt. We will always read them before we judge. So yeah, so I, I I would say to anybody right now, for the most part, with what I've read with Future State, it's been for the most part pretty pretty positive. I, I won't say it's groundbreaking, but it's positive. So, you know, I I, I can't say I can see envision this being a long term solution in terms of like what I would want the world to be. But it's mm-hmm. not because of a bad thing. It's just, it seems... Well, we have to remember, because I don't know if it had it in any of your books, but in the very beginning, or at least, yeah, in the very beginning of the Harley Quinn book that I've read, um, I don't think I will get in trouble for saying this. It basically says, like, hey, th- this is a result of um, a new multiverse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, like I mean, a small, that, that's been teased already and you know yeah there's a small little thing in the um i think the very first pages that says the multiverse has been saved from the birth uh, from the brink of destruction with victory comes new possibilities as they triumph over our heroes shake loose the very fabric uh, of space and time for the ashes of death metal comes a new life for the multiverse and a glimpse into the unwritten words of tomorrow so yeah. like this is an uncertain future. So this is just like um a la freaking what was it in New 52? Um the Convergence? Um, well, Convergence but what was the all the other future The future's end? Yeah. yeah. Like it it's it's all just like hey, this could happen, but it's really up to what y'all like and then we will probably throw some stuff in there because we know that um, I think three titles out of all of this already have a like an ongoing series afterward. So, yeah. So, uh, sorry, I'm just my son's grabbing a comic book, and I'm like, oh my god, how is he holding this book? 
Uh, <laughs> no, because I think he's holding on to the 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 other history of the DC universe. So I got like, oh, okay. um, so yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think for the most part, people are just going to enjoy the books, but for what it is, but it's, it won't be, I, I don't see it'll being something like, you're going to be like, I need, I need this. I need this future to be permanent. So, yeah, that's so, for I mean, sure. we'll see what happens. But anyways, secret origin, best comic ever. You guys need to read it. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, uh, Clay will Venmo you. Your money no, money. no, <laughs> no. He, he's got I a gift card. He's got a gift card. He's got 50. <laughs> so that's at least like 10 people that he can give money back. See, I gave the $50 one to my wife. I was like, it's not fair that I would be taking everything. So I was like, I'll have the 100. You can have the 50. And she's like, why? I was like, because it's my birthday. That's a good point. So, it is. And so. AT&T did this specifically for your birthday. Sure. Let's, yeah. let, let's say that. Yeah. So but, uh, with that, thank you guys so much for listening. We look forward to a bright 2021. And yeah, that, that is it for episode 81. I, 81 in the books. Yeah. So yeah, man, looking, looking forward to uh, next week, talking some future state. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Tune in. All right, see you guys later. Talk to you later.